Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Welcome into today's edition of the Sports Mix. We're presented by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, a Tuesday, or Tuesday, it's a Wednesday now. It is a Wednesday. It is a Wednesday, October 20th. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, actually. we were talking. We're about to talk about something that is released on Tuesday afternoons. That's that's in my head right there. The uh, or not the EPAC. The, the WVSSAC yeah. football power playoff rankings for Week Eight were released yesterday, just after two p.m. No shock. Uh, if you listen to the pregame show last Thursday, uh, talking with head coach, or last Friday, talking with head coach of the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Britt Sherman, he uh, he mentioned that. They're actually they were actually won because on Tuesday night all the bonus points came in from the Virginia schools right. that were playing. So Highland Springs and Salem gave them bonus points because I guess they don't calcu- I guess it wasn't calculated right or something like that. I'm not too certain. Yeah, I'm not certain if it was that or if it wasn't if for some reason they had like a weird day for their game, like maybe they played on a Monday or something. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. But so they're officially at number one. They were tied, I believe, for number one last week uh, with a ranking rating of 15.5, uh, 96 points with 28 bonus points. Huntington at number two, 15.13 points or rating with 96 points and just 25 bonus points. So three bonus points has pushed uh, Martinsburg to number one over Huntington. Jefferson at number three, 14.71 points, 84 points. Points, 19 bonus points. Princeton Senior with uh, 13.4 points, a rating 57 points, and 10 bonus points. It's crazy that the top three has split itself so high above everybody else. Yeah, well, it comes you go down from, to... But you go from 84 to like regular points to 57. Right. I mean, that's just a crazy drop. Well, Princeton's strength of schedule is, like we talked about yesterday on the sh- or I think it was yesterday or Monday on the show, you know, they really haven't played that many tough teams, and Hedgesville could have easily got that win if they are I think, at full strength. So, you know, that that was a winnable game. So I, I would say that you look at that top three right now, those teams are clearly the top, but I think some of these teams in this, like, six to eight range, Cabell Midland, Spring Valley, uh, you know, those two teams could definitely contend to come playoff time, but I don't know if they'll be able to beat a Martinsburg or a Jefferson or a Huntington. Yeah, so you, so you mentioned so at number five, University, number six, Cabell Midland, number seven, Bridgeport, number eight, Spring Valley. Something to keep an eye out for next week. Martinsburg will be in Huntington to take on Spring Valley. Number Tied for number eight with them is South Charleston, Greenbrier East at 10, 11, John Marshall, 12, George Washington, 13, Hurricane, 14, Brooke, uh, 15, Parkersburg South. 16 is Lincoln County. And then Musselman and Spring Mills both tied for that 18th spot. And then right there is Washington. And then Washington's right behind them. And then Hedgesville drops from the uh, right out of the fringe to number 23. Yeah, I'd say Hedgesville's probably out of it unless they can pull off a major upset. But, you know, you look at it there, you talk about Musselman, Spring Mills, and Washington. Obviously, Musselman has the win 
uh, over Spring Mills. Spring Mills has the win over Washington, yeah. and, and Musselman plays Washington this week. So, you know, whoever wins that game is going to be pretty set up for a potential playoff. And if Musselman's able to prevail over Washington, then they'll move up, obviously. And, you know, Washington could position itself to get that 16th spot because the rating is really close there. I mean, Musselman's 5.86, Spring Mills is 5.86, and then Washington's only behind by 43, or .43 at 5.43. So, I mean, those teams are right in it. Oak Hill is right next to Washington at 5.43. So that those spots, then to move up to 16, Lincoln County is at the 6.38. So it's very possible to do that in one week. Well, and if you look at it, Wheeling Park at 22, that was a huge win for Musselman. Oh, yeah. Because that they jumped Wheeling Park with that win and put themselves in position to contend for those last couple spots. Yeah, so I think Musselman's got a good chance uh, just because I think their talent is there. But if Washington can pull off this win this week, obviously they'll then become the team that I think could be that third EPAC team that gets into the postseason uh, when it's all said and done. So that game's huge this week. Yeah, I definitely think that's huge as well. And uh, before we get into the break, after the break, we'll be joined by head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas. We'll get a little bit more into the Muscleman stuff after the interview. I want to talk about a couple things, but it's going to be a very big stretch run for a couple of these teams the last couple of weeks, I believe, because just looking yesterday at the Jefferson schedule, because we went out there and we talked with Craig Hunter and a player, that player being Sammy Roberts, will actually air that um, interview with Sammy Roberts during the show on Friday uh, because we had to move some things around for the pregame. Uh, can't really get into all that right now. We are we will be showing the senior night ceremony right. for Martinsburg, and uh, you're trying to put together a video for them. Yeah, just a little thank yeah. you for them as well. Uh, it will only be like a 30-second thing, so it's not a huge deal, but... Uh, trying to work on that. Yeah. But so Jefferson, after this Martinsburg game, they have Hedgesville and then Washington. So it's interesting. Washington-wise, is they, it's going to be a tough game the final week. Right. They got Jefferson. So that could very well be, and we'll be there for that, either yeah. you and Matt or you and I. I'm not certain exactly uh, on Matt's schedule, but you know we'll have coverage of that game. And uh you know, that that very well could determine who gets in because if Washington could up, upset Jefferson, you know that that could help them get into the playoffs. And obviously Jefferson, depending on what happens this week, you know if they're able to upset Martinsburg, that could help them get the two seed and or maybe even the one seed heading into the playoffs. So you know those top two seeds, a lot's going to be determined starting this week and how much these next few weeks will matter because if Jefferson beats Martinsburg or vice versa. You know, one of those teams probably locks up the two, uh, you know, as, as long as they don't get upset in the final few weeks of the season. Well, and I'm hearing in the comments from our number one fan, A.R. Emmert, he just posted in the comments on the Facebook page, looks like Salem played last night and won, but no results listed on max preps. So I don't know if that continually raises Martinsburg's score. Well, if it's well, against a team. Salem winning gives you bonus points. Yeah. Um. I don't know if they... Yeah, I mean, I'm on max preps right now. Uh, so whenever the official ratings get updated, you know, it won't be... Well, so it doesn't make sense because it says uh, home game, Salem, to be announced opponent. So I really don't know. Yeah, you'd have to probably look through some Virginia scores and stuff like that. But obviously, you know, Martinsburg is one either way. 
So that would just help them increase their lead over Huntington. They did win. Here, I'm looking on their their Twitter from last night, the Salem High School Spartans. Uh, Tuesday Night Lights, 49 to 7. on a Tuesday? I think it was a rescheduled game. Okay. Because that's what it says in Max Preps. It says... um, where am I looking at this? It says, last game, home game, Tuesday, 10, 19, 7 p.m., rescheduled game in progress. Is and then are says. they going to play this Friday again? Uh, give me one second. But they won <laughs> yes, 49 to 7 over Franklin County. Okay. Oh, yeah, they will. They will travel to Cave Spring on Friday. And Cave That's Spring, tough. I believe, if they're still as relevant as they were, they're a very good team out of Roanoke. Well, they're not this year. <laughs> they used but to still, be. I mean, going from a Tuesday to a Friday is, is tough for kids to do. And I know a lot of schools last year in the state of West Virginia started playing like really weird schedules due to uh, COVID and everything, trying to get some games or some teams were trying to sit out of games so they could get in the playoffs. It ultimately didn't matter. But um, yeah, it was it was a very weird time last year and then this year still having some of those issues i'm presuming leading to the cancellation of that game or the postponement of that game so now you know in virginia they're playing on tuesday and then have to play on friday i mean that just shouldn't really happen yeah that shouldn't happen at all but uh let me pull up one second there we go we've reached we've reached our first break of the day this segment sponsored in part by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online they'll deliver it to you if you don't like it they'll take it back go to hagerstownford.com we come back we will be joined by muscleman appleman head coach brian thomas we caught up with him yesterday we'll be joined by him after this segment in the replay of his interview due to him having obligations during the show teaching wise so that's next on the sports mix my thoughts bark like hounds i focus on my breathing and the universal sound this is eric from hagerstown ford I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. 
When it comes to breast cancer, early detection is the key. During the month of October, WVU Medicine Berkeley Medical Center and Jefferson Medical Center will offer 3D mammogram screening clinics to women 40 and older on select Saturdays at our Women's Imaging Centers in Ranson and Spring Mills for just $60. This discounted fee helps patients who haven't met their deductible, whose insurance doesn't include one with an annual exam, or for those with no insurance. Schedule your 3D mammogram today. Call WVU Medicine at 1-844-802-2734. Option 2. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, Spencer Pui joined alongside Nick Verzellini. Happy to have you with us on this Wednesday afternoon. And in this segment, we're going to be joined by head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas. But we'll look back. They got a big win last Friday, as we mentioned, when we we're talking about the ratings over Wheeling Park, 25-17. to 17. And that, uh, as I mentioned in the first segment, really kind of pushed them to be right there on the fringe. Yeah. I mean, they're a resilient team when you talk about Musselman. This team not only lost a ton of starters from last year, only returning three guys heading into this season, so they had kind of low expectations from a lot of people, but you know, had a ton of injuries and have fought through those, have gotten a lot of guys healthy, and now they're, they're a dangerous team. I would not want to face Musselman, especially if they're able to get, you know, maybe like even a 14 or 13 seed. If I was one of those teams kind of sitting in the middle of the pack, uh, I would not want to face Musselman come playoff time, especially if they're riding, you know, a nice win streak, five-game win streak heading into the postseason. I wouldn't want to face them. I think they're a dangerous team that could potentially make a run. Especially because they're getting so spots. healthy. Yep. And they have, you know, uh, they're a well-coached team, and they've been able to get now players' experience that they probably didn't expect to. So now they have more uh, coming off their bench as well, besides just their starters. What I think is really nice is really – awesome about this team specifically is they were playing they were the beginning of that game against Martinsburg you know they came out and uh, put themselves on top early yeah. so they were being really aggressive and then they got hurt they got a lot of players hurt including their quarterback Hartman uh, so they obviously you couldn't continue that only able to they put seven points on the board in the you know on the opening kickoff uh, but they were only able to put seven more points on the board but they you know they lost three or four guys that game yeah and that was obviously the start of you know some really tough injuries for Musselman but also in that game I think if they could have gotten a 14 nothing lead after recovering that onside kick they they might not have beaten Martinsburg but they would have at least you know got them on the ropes a little bit and maybe got them off their game so yeah Musselman's a dangerous team moving forward and certainly a team to keep an eye on definitely and here's the interview we're now joined by head coach of the Musselman Appleman, Brian Thomas. You guys had a, a big 25-17 win on Friday over Wheeling Park. I know we talked last week that those are some really big games that you've had between the you know your team and Wheeling Park. What was that game like for you guys to be able to get that win and you know put two straight together? Yeah, uh, you know we we beat a quality opponent. You know we we it was it was a huge win for us um, just because I think we you know we grew up a lot. 
um, in that game. Um, you know, we made a lot of strides as a team. You know, a lot of respect for Wheeling Park. They're they're a, they're a really good team. Um, you know, so to so to win a game like that. Um, against a quality team like that. It's kind of showing the growth that we've made here a little bit this season and how much better uh, we, we've gotten to this point. Coach, now your team uh, certainly has a good chance of making a run at the playoffs if you're able to keep winning. So uh, I guess what's it been like to keep the focus or how have you been able to keep the focus of the team after kind of having all those injuries and uh, getting off to a one and four start and now you're able to you now position yourself for a potential playoff run? Yeah, just, I mean, just talking a lot to the kids about getting better, um, you know, just kind of, Kind of getting the kids to understand, you know, when we were one and four, that we did we didn't want to be one and four. That wasn't a position that we that we wanted to be in. Um, but at the same time, if you, if you don't like something and you know it's not going the way that you want it to go, you have to do something to to change it. So that just kind of changing what we're doing through our daily habits. All right, coach. So looking forward to this week. You guys have a three and four um, Washington team. They got a fourteen thirteen win over Preston last week. So obviously, you guys are kind of with the same record this season. What are you looking forward to in that game for your team? Yeah, you know, a, 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 a well coached team. You know, a lot of respect for Coach Simpson and what he does. You know, he's taking that program. Um, you know, he's taking that program and really, um, you know, instilled a little bit of life in them over the past several years and then they're well coached um you know the kids play hard you know they do some things that are that are a little bit different to prepare for schematically so um you know we we focus on them but at the same time with all due respect on the to them you know we we have to continue to focus on ourselves you know and continue to focus on you know that effort and, and you know the things that we've done to get better on a daily basis um at our practices and both you guys, obviously, with similar records, uh, you know, are both trying to get into those last few playoff spots. So, a pretty big game this week. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, you look at it. Uh, you know, you're, we're, we're both three and four. So, you know, whoever wins this game is going to be sitting at sitting at five hundred um, in a position. You know, in a good position. Whatever team, you know, whatever team loses this game is going to be sitting there at three and five. You know, having to win those last two to get to five hundred. So, um, you know, it's it's a, you know, it's a good spot to play in to to be in. You know, you wanna you wanna be here um, in late October, early November. You know, you wanna be playing in big big games and you wanna be playing your best football. So, you know, we're we're excited about. You know, it'd probably be a good game. Um, you know, should be a should be a good you know playoff type atmosphere. I hope. And coach, obviously, getting down to the you know the last three four weeks of the season, uh, just refreshed over at WVSSAC and saw the rankings. You guys are currently 18th, tied with Spring Mills. This is your last EPAC game, obviously. Uh, you know, 18, kind of right on the fringe there to 16. How are you approaching your team this week? Saying you know it's week by week, but you guys are so close after the start that you guys had. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we talk to our team. I mean, we're open about everything. And, and, you know, we don't, you know, I think sometimes if, if you don't talk to your team about scenarios and situations, then when they come up, sometimes those moments are too big. So we told them, you know, back when we were one and four, we kind of told them like, hey, you, you've, you've positioned yourself where if you don't come out and you, you don't play well, then, you know, your season's going to be over and you get 10 games and, and, and we're out of this thing. So, you know, we, 
we've kind of told him every week since then that, hey, you know, every week's pretty much a playoff. You kind of had that mindset um, and that mentality. Um, but, you know, at, at, at the same point, you do talk about the big picture. And we do know that, hey, we, we've kind of we've kind of positioned ourselves with last week's win where we have a shot now. Um, so you kind of talk about the big picture. But at the same point, you also focus on, you know, the little goals as well of, hey, we, we, we're excited about the big picture. But if you don't do the things day in and day out, then, you know, that, that big picture means nothing. Washington, um, you know, a team that, like you said, coach, kind of a tough team to defend with all their different looks. So, uh, what's it going to take to get a win this week? Um, you know, we have we have to play smart. You know, you, we've seen some different we've seen some different teams, some some different muscleman teams this year. We've seen some teams that um, you know have made some some bonehead plays and some big moments, and they've resulted you know in us not playing well. And then we saw a team last Friday that um, played really well and, and grew up a lot. So you know, hopefully we hopefully we play smart again. Hopefully we can you know we can kind of grow off of what we did last week. You know, we we have to be. We have to be ready for the stuff that they do. You know, the single wing stuff um, presents a lot of problems. And then defensively, they move around, they stunt, they bring pressure. So, um, you know, they, they they do some things that if we're not ready um, for them, then, you know, that they, um, you know, then, then they'll be the team that's sitting there at 500 at the end of the night. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for joining us. Best of luck this week, and we'll talk with you next week. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. That was head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas. And, Nick, obviously, we, we talk with Coach Thomas and all the other coaches every week, but it's just the resilience of this team to come back and become three and four, you know, with three weeks left in the season could easily be six and four. It'll yeah. be a, it'll be a tough – you know, I think this week will be a great EPAC matchup for them, but it's going to be a tough game next week against Bridgeport. But Bridgeport this week, they have Princeton. So, right. uh, that's you know, that's a battle of undefeated teams. Yeah, Bridgeport's usually a pretty good team, and um, I think I saw them last year as well, and they were good. Uh, you know, this year, but again, Muslims got to take it one week at a time. So Washington will be a challenge, I think, because Washington does do a lot of different things with that wing tee offense. You never really know who's getting the football, so that can be difficult to defend, and obviously it's an EPAC game, and Washington's in a very similar situation. You know, both teams are three and four, Obviously, Washington got that extra loss, too, uh, with the Spring Mills game, which certainly doesn't help due to the uh, COVID situation. So yeah. they, they could they could potentially be sitting with a better record, but now they're three and four, and they got to deal with that. And obviously this week, you know, winnable game for both sides and a Washington team that's looking to challenge and looking to, you know, do something similar to what Musselman is doing and, and go on a nice little win streak and head into the postseason as potentially a dangerous team. Yeah, and I think you look like I'm, – I'm looking at the schedule for, for Musselman. Obviously, Washington this week, Parkersburg the final week with Bridgeport in between. They have a good chance to go at least 5-5. Five and five. I think so, but, you know, like Coach uh, Thomas told us way at the beginning of the year, you know, they are playing a very tough schedule, and they really did. They scheduled some great teams in the state. Obviously, they have their EPAC games, and their non-conference is very difficult as well. So if this team gets into the playoffs, whether it be 6-4 and four or 5-5, five and 6-4 five, and four is more likely to get in. Um, you know, they'll be a dangerous team, I think, uh, not only because they'd be riding a five-game win streak, but also because – 
you know they've already gone through the gauntlet of a really tough regular season to help them prepare for the postseason so they've gone through a lot of adversity it starts this week with washington they need to get this win if they want to have any chance of getting in yeah, and I would agree with that as well. When we come back, uh, we're hitting our second break now of the day. This segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living. Family owned and operated at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back, we'll uh, get into a little caps and wizards. That's next on the Sports Mix. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Hi, Kresha Hornby here. Larry DeMarco, broker of Modern Realty Results, believes he has some of the best real estate agents in the Eastern Panhandle. Agents at Modern Realty Results have years of experience and knowledge of the local real estate market. Agents within the office work as a team to provide quality customer service. We strive to always ensure client satisfaction through handling every transaction with honesty and integrity, all while offering competitive rates. Modern Realty Results is veteran-owned and managed. Please call us at 262-4222, modernrealtyresults.com. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's Orsini's.com. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. WVU Medicine continues to expand to meet the needs of our growing community. We're excited to offer high-quality health care in the Shepherdstown area at our new medical office facility located on Route 45 West at 60 McLean Way. Services available at the new WVU Medicine Shepherdstown location include primary care, behavioral health and psychiatry, and specialty care. Plus, two departments at Berkeley Medical Center are on-site, lab services, and x-ray services available weekdays 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Make an appointment today at WVU Medicine. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Pui, Nick Verzellini, happy to have you with us. Talk a little Caps hockey. You heard that last night here on Talk Radio WRNR. And the Caps 
out to a hot start this year. 2-0-1. That's five points out of a possible six points to start the season. Got a huge 6-3 win last night. And uh, a guy that scored two goals. Somebody that we kind of talked about when we, when we talked with Andrew Gillis last week of NBC Sports Washington that really needed to, uh, to play well this year. And it's this guy. Pass ahead to Kuznetsov. He scores! What a stretch pass ahead! And Kuznetsov keeps it low! He scores to make it one! Nothing! Washington! Wilson now steering it for Kuznetsov. Turning, firing, he scores! His second of the game, and what a beauty! Kuznetsov makes it four to Washington! The Caps won that game 6-3, uh, as I mentioned. And for Evgeny Kuznetsov, he really needs to have a good season this year because he just had a horrible year last year and really a down year the year that they uh, had to you know, end the part of the season early then go into the bubble. He really was, you know, as we talked about last week when we had Andrew Gillis on us, he said one of the best players in the game in, when they won the Cup in 2018. Yeah, I had a feeling he might bounce back because he's only 29. It's not like he's aging out. So he has the talent. We saw it in the 2018 postseason, what he was able to do for this team. And he's always been kind of a guy that, whether it be on the first line or the second line, was able to come in and provide a spark. And obviously he did that last night with the two goals. So, you know, having him playing well uh, will certainly help this team moving forward because they need some sparks uh, off their bench you know, behind guys like Oshie and uh, Ovechkin and, and be able to use those guys in the rotation that can, you know, come in and score, which obviously Kuznetsov can do that. And you talk about Ovechkin, he did this last night. Capitals with 38 shots on net. Here's Ovechkin with a shot and he scores! Ovechkin with a empty netter! And it is 6-3 to three Washington on the 734th goal! Of Alex Ovechkin's career. That is uh, that's um, credit goes to John Walton and Ken Sabin of the Caps Radio Network. But Ovechkin just on fire to start the year. I mean, that's that's four goals in three games and two assists. He's got six points. Uh, Kuzi's got two goals and four assists. So they just flip. The, the Russians doing really well to start the year. Six points each. Uh, I mean, there's nothing else you can say but good things. I mean, Ovechkin on the way to, you know, trying to break Gretzky's record, but he's not slowing down four goals in three games. Well, it'll be interesting this year with the Olympics, how that might affect things, because I'm guessing both those guys are probably going to play for Team Russia. And, you know, that will be not, not a break in the season for some players and then for other players, They'll have a break, but they'll also have, you know, Olympic play, which will be very important uh, for a lot of those teams. You know, they obviously value those gold medals in hockey. I mean, that's their sport. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that maybe affects some things. Um, I don't know if the rosters are out yet. I'm sure they probably are, though. So you probably would know better than me. I do uh, not know though. if Ovechkin is playing and I think he is on the roster. I mean, he's always on the roster. It right. just would be determined if he's wants to or if he's healthy at that time. I, yeah. I think that he always obviously has a spot on the, ru- on the Russia roster, but I think it's just if he's injured, if he's kind of gimpy, I don't necessarily know that he would play. Yeah. And with it occurring, obviously like most years in the middle of the NHL season, 
uh, that does maybe play a factor. Uh, you know, like we see with the NBA players, especially the American players, they tend to take t- time off during the Olympics, but that's not in the middle of the season. It's obviously in the off season. So, you know, I don't know what they'll decide, but um, it kind of just depends on how much you value that and how much, uh, how beat up you are if you want to play in the Olympics this year. But I think that will certainly play a factor for some of the Caps' older players like Oshi if he's going to play for Team USA or what he decides. Yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with that. And I think somebody else you got to look at so far is Tom Wilson. Really, he's always been the enforcer guy. He has four assists in, in three games. He only has got four penalty minutes right now. Good he only has three shots on goal. Down a little bit. But, I mean, he's got a plus-minus of five. I think that's the – yeah, he's got the highest plus-minus on the cap. So, Vegkin with four, um, Kuzi with three, Dmitry Orloff, Nick Jensen also have four. But, I mean, usually this guy, it just seems like he, he kind of maybe tweaked his game a little bit. So far, you know, just three games into the season. Yeah, and I think they need somebody to kind of get more assists because obviously Backstrom's out right yeah. now. Now, completely different positions, but, you know, once they get him back – I think that could really help them. Uh, how long is he out? Like three or four months or something? Uh, I think it, I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. Yeah. They well, put him on long-term IR, so I think it's at least 30 to 60 days. Okay. I, I knew it was a, a decent amount of time, and obviously I don't follow the cap super closely, but um, getting him back will help. And if they can keep playing this well, it's only three games in the season, so it's kind of hard to tell. But you know, if they can keep playing this well and then get Backstrom back, you know, let's say in a month or two. So it's 24 days and 10 in NHL games is how long the long-term IR gotcha. is. So you get them back here in about a month, and then you can uh, really start to get going uh, as the season goes on. Yeah, I think that it, it's – I really think it's good that the Caps have the, this really good start. And I think one thing to also point out is last night, it, it was Ilya Samsonov in net, and uh, – he kind of really has had a hard time because he he had all those COVID issues last year. Um, but you know, twenty seven shots let up three goals. You know, not the best, but I mean, you got a solid outing from him. When you know, it seems like when you have a big lead and you're the Caps, it seems like a three goal lead is never. It's just never you know there. Something always seems to happen. But he played pretty well in net. You know, even though it was. You know, three you allowed three goals on twenty seven shots. It's not a great save percentage right now, but that's just through one game. Yeah, and anytime too, you can have two guys in net that can play well. I think that helps the team because you know your goalies are getting beat up a lot. They're obviously playing a lot of games, so if you can kind of keep them fresh and rotate them, and uh, you know have two good goalies heading into the playoffs, that will help you a lot because one injury to your goalie for a lot of teams can really derail any chance of having a good postseason run yeah so if they're if they're healthy and and they're able to rotate and use both guys i think that'll be really helpful for them moving forward so a solid first start for him and obviously he's the backup so he'll get less starts but if he can keep making that progress and goal for the caps then that will be huge for them moving forward also something that was weird i just want to touch on this one more thing about the caps was i just i totally forgot last night that so part of this ESPN deal is that they have some exclusive games on ESPN Plus. They're not picked up locally at all? Or? No, which is kind of weird to me. That's kind of tough. 
It's like, because I was seeing, so yesterday the Caps did post a tweet at like four or five o'clock, I think, reminding fans this game is on ESPN Plus and Hulu Plus Live TV or whatever it is, Hulu Plus Live Sports, whatever it is. And the comment section was just blowing up. So it's still, though, the Caps uh, NBC Washington answers or no? No. They had it, I don't I just didn't realize that it was like I thought they meant like nationally exclusive games right so like there was gonna be nationally televised televised on Unlike ESPN, ESPN plus and that you would still have your local broadcast right which kind of sucks yeah, because I don't, I don't like it's either. kind of more it's more than like the NBC and the NHL network kind of had as their part of their deal because they still kind of did the local broadcast. Right. Like, whenever it's on NHL Network, and sometimes, unless it was, like, the game, like, even Wednesday Night Rivalries they did on NBC Sports Network was still locally. Yeah. So, but, I mean, then again, those are technically two of the same companies for most teams. Most teams are on the NBC Sports regional affiliate, so they're still making money. Yeah. Uh, but that's just something that I noticed last night. And uh, so the Caps play tomorrow at 7 p.m. We will not have that broadcast on he on the station due to um due to no not volleyball no (laughs) no due to the neil brown coaches or the yeah the neil brown coaches so from six to eight and then uh thursday night football from eight until it ends whenever that is um we will not obviously have saturday's game that is a 1 p.m game actually we could have saturday's game i'm gonna take a look at that after because the we could have that until four o'clock because of the the uh the mountaineers we won't have sunday's game at 7 p.m uh but we will most likely have next tuesday's game against detroit at 7 p.m that will be a 6 45 pregame show for some reason i was thinking it was a 6 40 pregame show that's what our affiliate thing has in here but i was listening last night and it wasn't on at 6 40 and i was like what's going on did i do something wrong and then like i came i just let it go and it was on at 6 45 so i have to change that and when i'm looking at things that's a note to me but uh they will play tomorrow night against the devils i presume that's on nbc sports washington because i read their next espn plus game is not until december yeah i'm not a huge fan of that obviously i'm not either not really at all to be now that's starting the the paywall with sports which i've never been a fan of. i mean yeah and and, i mean you kind of get that paywall with your regional tv fees and whatever that's in your cable package but that's that's you have to do that on top of that right so i i don't know how that's gonna go but we've reached our next break uh we'll just break things up here then we'll talk nba and the wizards next uh the segment sponsored in part by parsons ford kent parsons ford in martinsburg we became number one by making you number one first that's parsonsford.com as again we come back we will talk wizards and little nba season predictions that's next on the sports mix Run away. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. 
The excitement of West Virginia high school football is starting to build to the postseason. Makes a couple of men miss coming here to the near side, outside the numbers to the 30-yard line. Good blocking as he cuts back to the 40-yard line. He's to the midfield stripe, past the punter, down the near side between the hash marks and the numbers, running away from a defender to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone. It's a battle of two unbeatens as the 7-0 Jefferson Cougars travel Coburn Field to take on the 8-0 Martinsburg Bulldogs. Pre-game show at 6 with the kickoff just after 7 right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. Football is back, and Apple Valley Chevy Toyota is passing the savings on to you. Get ready to score big with low interest rates, great prices, and a lifetime powertrain warranty. Apple Valley Chevy Toyota has a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles waiting for you. Don't see what you want on a lot? No worries, it's probably on its way, but hurry in because new Chevys and Toyotas are going out just as fast as they come in. Don't miss out on your deal. Stop in today. Apple Valley Chevy Toyota on Foxcroft app or online at applevalleytoyota.com or applevalleychevy.com. Drive a Miller today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, TV 10, locally in Jefferson and Berkeley counties, and on Facebook, streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Let's talk NBA. We'll talk Wizards first. Uh, yesterday, obviously, we talked with Dave Johnson. A little shorter interview than kind of we intended. Um, busy guy. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice to have a one of bit like more with I think him, the but. Wizards play-by-play is one of his five jobs. Yeah, so, <laughs> so got to yeah. have a little time to do you know other stuff in there. So I don't don't blame him for that busy guy. Uh, just wish we had a little bit more time. Yeah, but we can talk Wizards on our own. And yeah, I'm intrigued by this season, Spencer, because well, the Wizards have a pretty much brand new roster and uh, they have a lot of talent surrounding Bradley Beal and. You know, but it still kind of feels like they're probably going to be fighting to get into the playoffs as around a six, seven, eight seed. So it's like they did a lot to change the team, but in terms of where you would rank them heading into the season, you probably don't have them much higher than six. I don't imagine in the Eastern Conference. So it's going to be, I think, dependent on how this season goes because maybe at the deadline, if they're surprisingly better than anticipated, they could maybe make a move and get a star player or something to join Brad because they do have a lot of potential trade assets with all these uh, players they have off their bench and stuff like that, that maybe they make a move later on. But, um, you know, I'm interested to see how tonight goes against Toronto. 
lost to them twice in the preseason, but that's the preseason, so I don't know how much you can really take into account for that. But, you know, it starts all tonight, and uh, last year they got off to a dreadful start. I think it was like 0-6 or 0-5 before they finally got a win. Um, so we'll see how this season starts. We will, and just a reminder, that game tonight at Toronto, you can hear it right here on Talk Radio WRNR, pregame at 7.15, tip-off just after 7.30. Again, Dave Johnson and Glenn Consor on the call for Wizards basketball. Uh, it'll be a good game tonight. I mean, Raptors are favored by two and a half tonight, but I think the Wizards, they're just such a – it just seems like they're not content with what they're doing and obviously replace Scott Brooks – you know, Scott Brooks wasn't there that long. No. And I think it's just nice to to see Ted Leonsis not, you know, settling for, settling for anything. And he brings back, you know, one of – they bring back Wes Unseld Jr. and Wes Unseld, you know, one of the greats for the Wizards. Yeah, and obviously, you know, a legend on and off the court uh, passed away recently as well. Um, so to get his son in here, I think he could, you know, bring some energy to the team – a big thing they struggled with last year was defense, but really the entire time Scott Brooks was the coach. And while Scott Brooks had a nice pedigree, a lot of his success was because, well, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were on the team, and they had a lot of talent on that roster, and he didn't do a whole lot with the Wizards last year. So I was happy to see Scott Brooks go just because the defense was not good. He had some questionable rotational decisions where he would throw like three point guards out there, and I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of Scott Brooks. I'm hoping... Unsell Jr. with his success as an assistant coach in Denver and stuff like that. He's been in Washington before as well as an assistant. Can hopefully, you know, bring the defense to this team because that's something where I would be a little bit concerned. And I think if they can improve their defense, uh, obviously Bradley Beal can put the ball in the basket and they have some talent around him, I think, this year to be, you know, a solid team. And like I said, maybe they could make a run at somebody either in the offseason or at the trade deadline. But you know, it all starts uh, with, I think, their defensive side of the ball, and they kind of made an investment in that by signing Daniel Gafford to that uh, extension. Yeah, I think that was great timing for that extension when we had uh, Dave Johnson on yesterday. Um, but, you know, looking at this Wizards team, they're going to be without Rui Hachimura, I believe, tonight because um, he just got back in town, I believe. I think he took a leave of absence to do something with his family. Uh, I think that's correct. Yeah, I remember hearing something about that. And obviously, Rui, you know, one of their guys there that they're looking to take a big step this year and now in year three. And I think, though, if they were going to lose a position, power forward and small forward is where they have a ton of depth behind Rui. So they have guys like uh, Corey Kispert, who they just drafted, Denny Advia, who's now ready for the season, Davis Bertans. So they have guys at those positions uh, you know, Montrez Harrell at the four. So there's a lot of depth there, and they and they can go to some other guys. So, you know, Rui probably will be out for a few weeks, I would think. I, I don't necessarily know that it's a few weeks because I guess he cleared protocol for Right, but they, they'd protocol, have to get him ready for the season if he yeah. hasn't practiced in a while. So maybe like a week or two before he's officially out there and running with the first Yeah, year. so he arrived in Washington last week after spending training camp in the preseason away from the team due to personal reasons. And then he had to go through COVID-19 protocols before he could begin practicing. So maybe by the end of the week, maybe a game or two, he misses to start the season and then they get him back. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think he. I think he'll have maybe a minutes restriction coming in just to get his right. body back, and you know, it's kind of hard to play that NBA game right away when you haven't played in, you know, since last season. But I he think did play in the Olympics, though. So. That's true. He did play in the Olympics. He's got a little bit. Of the Wizards play. have two games. This well, tag is three if you include no, well, no, three, two this week tonight. They're at Toronto. Thursday or Friday, they'll be at or at home versus Indiana. We won't have that game. Monday, they'll be at Brooklyn at 7.30. We won't have that game either. Potentially, we'll have the game next Wednesday at Boston. I just got to figure out Capitals or Wizards. So, I don't know. Vote I guess down below. Yeah. <laughs> Vote in, you, in the Facebook comments. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Thursday, the next. So, in this calendar month, I guess, technically, the, re- the first, you know, the first couple of two weeks of the season, they do have six games. So they'll have a back-to-back next Wednesday and Thursday. So I think that back-to-back will kind of be a be a test to see where they are. Because I feel like the Wizards are a team that they can go up, they can play good one game, and then get blown out the next game. Yeah, and I mean, we'll see too, because this team's going to have to build a lot of chemistry because they've added so many new pieces. And that will be interesting to see how that all comes together because Dinwiddie is now the starting point guard to go with Beal in the backcourt and then the front court. You know, Thomas Bryant's coming off injury, so he returns as either the backup or starting center, depending on what they want to do with Gafford. And then, you know, some of their forwards will kind of rotate in and out. So they also pick up KCP for a guy off the bench. So there's a lot of new faces, and, and that's going to be a challenge to build that chemistry. I definitely agree with you on that. Let's switch over to the NBA, like, overall, because we got about uh, about three minutes left in the show a little under three minutes but we'll take a look at some predictions uh you know what's your prediction for mvp um you make a prediction then i'll make a prediction yeah i'll throw a name out here uh we'll go with jason tatum how about that jason tatum okay yeah go a little off the rails there i mean obviously Giannis or curry would probably be your your top dogs but i'm taking kd you're going with kd kd bounce back last week but or last night yeah, but that's one game. One time. of 82. Yeah. All right, then I'm going to throw something in there we didn't really talk about. We we're going to talk about rookie of the year. Who do you got for rookie of the year? Oh, uh, <laughs> I have to think about who the rookies <laughs> are right now. Corey Kispert. You're going to go Corey Kispert? <laughs> no, he's not going to win rookie either. Yeah. Um, Kate Cunningham's going to win it. But All right, I'm going to go with Jalen Green just for the fact of got to can't be the same here. I mean, yeah, the Rockets guy, he looked good in the preseason from what I can remember. So, could be a good choice there. Could be a good choice. We've got about a minute 15 left. Uh, who do you think the defensive player of the year is going to be? Um, usually a center. Rudy Gobert's won it a lot recently. So, I'll take Gobert again because, you know, that's a tough award to, to make a prediction on. Obviously, it just kind of depends on a few things, but I'll go with Gobert. Yeah, I'll agree with you on Gobert. Uh, now, let's go down a little bit. Uh, who do you think is going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? What will that matchup be? Um, I'll go with the Bucks, obviously, and I think Brooklyn probably makes it. But without Kyrie, I don't know if they'll be as good. But I think Philly's down this year with Simmons' issues and all that. So I'll go Nets-Bucks. Yeah, I'll go with Nets-Bucks as well. Western Conference, who you got? Um, that's That's a tough one, too. I think... I don't think the Lakers make it. I don't believe in no. them. So I'm going to go with Phoenix to go back to the Western Conference Finals. And then we'll go with... Hmm. 
I'll go with Denver to make it. All right, I got the I got the uh, Suns and the Jazz. All right. Then who's your uh, team in the finals? Uh, I'll go with the Bucks and the Nuggets. Who wins? Give me the Bucks. See, I got the the Bucks and the Nets. No, can I do that? No, they're in the east. No, I got the uh, the Bucks and the Jazz. No, I don't know. Bucks and the Jazz. I got the Bucks winning. All right. All right, so for Nick Verzellini, for Brian Thomas for coming on, I'm Spencer. We will talk with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.